0: to you by Rock and Productions. What is your name and what is your occupation
1: i'm james morrison i own a company called getaways on display
0: word um where and when were you born and what do you do now
1: i was born in springfield illinois in 1957 and as the owner of this company i pretty much decide what i want to do every day yeah it's a little bit different now and then um I've had the business for 27 years, and I've got it running in such a way that I really uh, have achieved my goal of not having to work for the company every day. In other words, there's not a list of things I need to do every day right. for uh, things to continue. Um, I kind of work on the company and you know developing new products, and you know obviously I, there are things I, I have to do every day. Gotcha. But it's not uh, you know not operational functions and things
0: like that. Right. Right. And, and where do you live now?
1: I live in uh, Mount Joy, which is uh, only about five miles away from the business, which is uh, um, uh, in the Rafo Business Park.
0: Cool, cool. Um, where do you find your joy on a day-to-day basis, and do you have any passions that help you achieve that?
1: I actually really enjoy my business and and what I do. Um, I like organization and structure and having things, uh, you know, working. And the nature of our business is a lot of logistics. And so having, you know, I've been able to use that kind of interest of mine to make the the efficiencies in the business uh, work well. And uh, by that, I mean, you know we've got a lot of different people running a lot of different ways of doing doing things like um well specifically putting brochures and brochure racks all over the uh mid-atlantic and there's a lot of logistics involved in getting the right stuff at the right place at the right time and and um you know a bunch of people in vehicles and a warehouse full of stuff and and just making all that work uh setting up those systems is something that i enjoy and so i, I do uh um you know find find pleasant uh i find that pleasurable and um you know besides that on a personal level um i've got a couple of kids that mean the world to me you included and uh you know keep in touch and uh making sure they've got what they need and want in life and kind of trying to guide and help them to the degree i can you guys um and uh, and and I do a lot of socializing as well. I get out there now, and and uh, I'm uh, most evenings I'm doing something somewhere. Um, you know, I've got a vacation house that uh, I love, enjoy. You know, I, I love spending time at, and uh, yeah. I try and get up there as much as possible too.
0: Cool, cool. How did you get into, for sure, distribution? How did you start your company? What led you to, you know, start a company?
1: Well. I had you know, first of all, uh the idea of starting a company came from the fact that uh I had been working um in the tourism industry already for, you know, a reasonable amount of time and, and, and um maybe maybe uh, fifteen years or so. And yeah. and I worked very hard and realized and, and I, you know, that I had achieved some success already at a pretty young age and realized that um, you know, I was working really hard for somebody else essentially, and I, and came to the realization that, uh, if I was going to do that with my life, work hard and, and, um, and enjoy it in the process, I might as well do it for myself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so the idea of having a business, um, came first. Uh, and then, um, your mother, um, uh, and I, while we were engaged, uh, or, uh, contemplating different kinds of, of business options and, uh, she had maintained a contract with her previous employer the uh, aquarium in baltimore to do uh uh essentially brochure distribution for them she was going around to travel agencies with aquarium brochures and trying to get them set up to do you know some programs with the aquarium and and kept coming home saying that uh you know that the folks were saying yeah we really appreciate these brochures and 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 what you're talking about here but can you also get us some other stuff from from baltimore other attractions and hotels and that sort of thing and so you know um we realized there was essentially an unmet need there um and again as i said i'd been in the tourism industry myself already for a long time so we knew a lot of people um and uh and i had again had that logistics kind of knack and interest so one thing led to another we uh we decided to take that concept and both work at it right away and um uh you know a company was born sweet
0: who are you listening to right now like give me like a top five could be uh radio podcast music what you got going into your ears these days
1: one of the passions i have um completely unrelated well not completely unrelated but um uh, not tourism related so much is politics yeah uh I've always had an interest in that, and to this day i uh, I read a lot of newsletters and 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 podcasts I listen to and television shows on news i'm I'm very much up to date and interested in in current events and politics and uh, and that is frankly one of my passions, uh, as frustrating as it is and and disheartening at times. Um, I can't seem to help, but, uh, want to know what's going on and understand it. And, uh, and I enjoy talking about it too with those who uh, have enough of an open mind that, uh, that are interested in, in, uh, uh, in talking and hearing.
0: What is the most beautiful thing you've ever seen?
1: Uh, it would have to be, you know, some, some nature, uh, seen i've seen so many in so many places um uh it's one of the reasons i like the vacation home that we have is uh you know i can just sit and look at what i find to be a totally beautiful simple view overlooks a lake with trees and water and and you know i could sit there forever you know i've seen beautiful settings outdoors you know all over the world and so you know to pick one would be tough you know i picture for example um again water typically seems to be part of my favorite uh visions but um you know in annecy france you know looking over mountains there and the lake beautiful and you know um all over
0: you know again yeah yeah, you know, yeah. You know, outdoors outdoors just, uh, good yeah. settings yeah. what are you afraid of
1: I think I'm pretty much at peace. I I don't I don't live in fear. I, I I there's nothing, you know, my my first reaction to that question is I'd have to kind of really think about yeah. what what I could come up with to answer that question. I, I, there's nothing top of my head that makes that oh yeah, wow, that's 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 an easy one. I'm I'm not afraid of anything really. I mean, we all wonder what it'll be like when in the end and all that sort of thing and I'm getting old enough to realize wait a minute, that that's probably not I mean, probably closer to the end than the beginning, but, um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't really have fear.
0: What is the most physical pain you have ever endured?
1: <laughs> um, I had an accident with my knee that, uh, hurt pretty bad. I think it's the only time I've ever had to do morphine and stuff like that in the hospital. What happened to your knee? Uh, I'm a kind of a radical water skier. at least. History, <laughs> and, uh. One summer was just kind of zipping back and forth on my Salam ski and suddenly went down and uh, turned out my patella, my kneecap had been shattered just from, uh, you know, all the doctors could figure out was it was just the muscles and my leg just literally pulled it apart from, uh, you know, it didn't, didn't hyperextend it or yeah. fall and the ski hit it or anything else like that. They just just plain shattered a bone. and Damn. Yeah, it didn't hurt at first, but you know, yeah. it was. Oh, I guess I was in shock. But right. Later All on the
0: adrenaline. Too, yeah. Yeah, that's rough. That's
1: probably one of my biggest regrets too, is that you were there for that because really? the fact that you don't like the water ski has always
0: been. Dude, kind of sketch, a bit, man. Like bummer you.
1: for me because I love it so much. I want everyone to love it as much as I do. And I don't know the man. fact that you didn't. I, think I feel like maybe uh, had something to do. with I don't know, one hundred percent. You know, <laughs> it
0: stinks. No, I mean, I'm, I'm sure some people like it, but. It just freaks me out. Yeah, I don't like. Sure. I you don't like I like, yeah, I mean, like snowboarding. A, a freaky thing to see. Sure. I like snowboarding, but only with like the the like bullshit snowboards. You know, the ones where you actually have to put your feet in the thing. Right, I yeah, like yeah. the ones where you can just slip your feet out because yeah. the thought of being like attached to something <laughs> that's just gonna like fly me all around that's, right. that doesn't sound like a fun time. <laughs> but how's your knee now? Do you have I any have lasting? Had, nope. Zero problems that's with great. that ever since. That's really good. That got fixed up. What is, uh? if you could name like one thing, what would be your fondest memory in your your whole life?
1: You and your sister being born. Yeah? Each time. Yeah.
0: That's dope. Absolutely. Were you, did you like watch it? Yeah. Eight? Yeah, I was there. Yeah. I heard that's crazy.
1: It is. God bless women for being able to do that stuff. Yeah, man. right. Holy crap.
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't even imagine. You like you grow a person inside of you. you just take <laughs> a just, just take a second to think, think about it, that. I know. No, you don't want to think it's about weird. that. It's Weird. It's very weird. It's super kind weird. Of alien thing, man. Like you like make people. Yeah. Like man. super respect. <laughs> it's <laughs> that's phenomenal. crazy. That's it's crazy. Phenomenal.
1: But amazing to see. Yeah. I, mean, no, I, I you bet you know to see your own kids come into the world, man. It's,
0: it's, yeah. Yeah, that's a trip. I was talking to uh, my buddy earlier this morning and he just had twins. He was talking about he has a, another kid as well. He was talking about how crazy it is to to watch them grow up and like look like you. <laughs> yeah. And how yeah. that's insane. And you talk to them and you're like, "I can't believe that you're talking to like I made you." <laughs> like how weird is that?
1: It's totally weird. It's yeah. totally weird, but it's it's very cool. You know, yeah, it's it's a bond that uh, you know to me is unbreakable. It's just, yeah. it's a phenomenal thing. You know, yeah, right, right, and, right. I'm you know, very proud of both of you. Oh, right and, on, right on. You know, it's cool to to watch it happen. And you know, you often you know spend a lot of time actually wondering, you know, how's how are you going to turn out? You know, um, mm-hmm. and because uh, you never know. No, you never know. I mean, you know, and and life hits everybody in different ways, different things happen and, and uh you know, you see it and you think, Well, what's the impact of that gonna be or what did I do to help or hurt or all you know, I mean you know, every I think every parent, you know, loves that and fears that and you know, whatever, but you know, we all make it through somehow.
0: Right, right, right. Um how old were you when you lost your virginity and was it a pleasant experience? <laughs> you don't gotta answer it if you don't want to. <laughs>
1: I was way too young. Yeah. And yeah, it was pleasurable for, you know, probably all 40 seconds of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> way too young, but uh, yeah, that's um
0: yeah. That's my answer to that. Okay. All, right, all right, all right. No worries. Um here's another one. Have you ever used drugs and if so, what was your experience or a takeaway without yeah, getting I, too specific? <laughs> Um,
1: well, I mean, I, I, I was in high school in the late seventies when, uh, I mean, I graduated high school in 75, so I was in high school actually in the early seventies and college in the late seventies. And, um, you know, that was a time when, I mean, man, it was just, it was pretty common, um, free love and free drugs. And, and it was just everywhere, um. In the, at least in the cities I was living in, Detroit and Philadelphia. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, sure. I, I I was part of it. I did it. Um, experimented with a variety of things, actually. Never got into it too heavy. And somehow, I, I've always been very proud of the fact that I knew when to stop and when to say no and never let it get carried away. It never dominated my life or anything like that. But, uh, you know, I mean, I did see and had friends that didn't know about that and uh, you know kind of got messed up as a result right right
0: what is the wildest slash craziest thing in your own words that you think you've ever done
1: probably uh, different answers for different types of things
0: um you could get it down to just mm -hmm. like one thing
1: I did some moderate mountain climbing type things, you know, a belay, um, yeah. you know, which is where, you know, one guy stands on the, on the bottom of a hill. With, oh, with, with like a, the pulling yeah, situation? Yeah, and you have the rope that goes up top and then comes back down and it's around your waist in a certain time. You basically climb. Right. He pulls in the rope as you're going so that that's your safety. But, uh, you know, I did that and it was a, you know, we're not talking about some, ridiculous cliff type thing but it was you know i don't it seemed seemed ridiculous at the time yeah, right, right what i was doing was trying to overcome a fear of heights right and, you know it's what i do with you know, those, you know things i have a challenge with i try and rather Still? run away from it i didn't yeah. jump right at it and you know, tackle it and that's what i did with that it's one of the things i did with that and yeah. uh, i was able to do it. it took me forever i was not good at it but yeah, i yeah. got to the top right um, on that's you know, that that's was kind of crazy for me Right.
0: Um, you know. That's sick, though. Where was it that that you did that at?
1: Um, I was in college at the time, so uh, it was somewhere near Penn State in center center of the state. I don't remember the name of the hill or anything.
0: If anything, what do you think about when you're falling asleep?
1: Hmm. I try to not think about anything. I mean, I. I uh, you know, falling asleep for me has always been a little bit of a challenge, and so I've really worked at um, the technique of relaxation and um, and trying to put things out of my mind and what I try and focus on, which is I think something I try to teach you as a kid too. When yeah, were, we we're talking about this. Do you remember? Do you still? Yeah, do it? yeah. I, you know, focus on your breathing and sometimes yeah, I'm right. Gonna, yeah, I do that. Relax your whole body. Yeah, by, you know, consciously. Thinking on stupid little things like your toes and your
0: ankles and your... I think about that
1: sometimes. Knees, like, just kind of move up to relax your whole body.
0: Right, you know? right. Yeah, I do that. I do that often, kind of trying to to sit in some type of meditation state, either before or, like, while I'm actively trying to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. and Like, stretching before bed yeah. and, like, all right. that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, it helps. It's really good. Sleep is very important.
0: It's extremely important. You should sleep as much as you can but <laughs> while like still remaining extremely active and doing a bunch of stuff
1: yep everything in moderation
0: yeah i think for me personally like 6 hours is like bare minimum
1: I don't function well when I have, I mean, I can, function, if I sleep but more I need than eight, eight hours, I need eight.
0: I'm like sore and yeah. I feel weird.
1: No, I, I mean, between eight and nine, I, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. But, uh, less than eight and and I know it. I mean, I'm, yeah. you know, I, I will wear out earlier in the day. Right. And, right. Um, just maybe not my sharpest. Yeah. It is sure. what it is. You learn those things and it's important to pay attention and learn those things
0: about yourself. Definitely. Everyone has their own kind of sleep cycles and whatnot. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be?
1: I don't know. I, you know, I guess because I don't know. I guess I, I maybe I'll answer that philosophically uh, because I mean it is what it is. I am where I am. I like and I, and I don't like wh- where I am at um, right now, living here. I mean, I would definitely rather live at at uh, you know on the lake. Uh, than than where I am now, but it's not possible right now. So I'm not going to regret it or worry about it, but I am putting things in place that eventually, sooner or later, I can do that. Uh, I'm kind of stuck where I am because of the business that I have. Uh, It's not something I can just up and move. Um, But, you know, so so because of that, you know, I don't don't spend a lot of time wishing for something I, I can't, have or do right now
0: right so, right right yeah and, i mean it's not that far away so at least you can go up there relatively easily yeah for the yeah, time that, being that
1: particular place but but you know i mean any place in the world right you know i mean you know i'd rather travel and visit a lot of places yeah um you know which i have the opportunity to do and uh, and i do and right, so, uh, right you know living someplace comfortable and, and with a nice view is uh That's all they
0: really need. Yeah. How are you with uh, social situations? Do you tend to go, like, the solo route and do smaller groups and stuff, or would you say you're, you know, trying to meet as many people as you can?
1: Well, I like – I've got a small cluster of close friends that I do a lot of things with, like, you know, six people, basically, seven people, Um. And we're we know a lot about each other, and we spend time together, and and we we laugh, we have a good time, and that that's you know that's kind of my social core. Um, but the nature of my business is that I, I I do a lot of social interaction with a lot of people. Um, I'm 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 involved in political affairs in in the tourism industry, and you know there's associations that that I'm always involved in, both in in the uh, the industry of of my business directly brochure distribution and in the tourism industry more generally. Um, I'm, I've always kind of ended up in leadership positions, uh, know, all these various things. And so I go to a lot of, um, you know, uh, uh, different meetings and, and, and trade shows. And, and there's always one thing or another that I'm going to that involves me talking to a lot of people and, uh, and, I have learned about myself that on the one hand, I'm very good at that. You know, when I, I go into a room and, and I can in short order, you know, pretty well know everybody and have some interactions and, and, you know, if people don't already know me sooner or later, they will one way or another. And, uh, um, but at the same time, I'm not a classic extrovert. Uh, you know, I'm not, in other words, I'm not, I don't get, so charged up by that that you know i th- I thrive on it and want more and more you know i'm good at that and i'll do it for you know several hours or for you know a weekend or whatever the show i'm at happens to be or whatever but i need to get alone uh sooner or later to recharge you know so i i have uh, i i really enjoy being by myself i'm not afraid to be alone i like my own company i can I can drive for hours with no sound, um, you know, uh, or I can listen to a podcast or whatever that kind of thing as yeah, well. Right, but right. but I need to be alone and quiet um, on a, on a fairly regular basis. I think in part because I do so much uh, with work, inter- 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 interacting with other people.
0: Right. But yeah, it's good. It's good to be alone and, and you can have like time of reflection. Yeah. But it's also great to you know get out there. And right do your thing. Yeah. And have social Go skills.
1: Court. I mean, it's important, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely not, and as I know you're not either. I'm not yeah. a wallflower, you know, I'm out yeah. there, but, uh, you know, but you got, you know, again, balance. Gotta have
0: time for yourself. Yeah. Balance. Well, describe to me the first time you ever fell in love and what it was like.
1: I was in seventh grade. Yeah. And there's no question in my mind to this day. I w it was love. I mean, obviously it made me, it was puppy love or whatever, but, uh, but, I, you know, I was head over heels in love with this girl. Yeah. And uh, she was actually a year older than me. Yeah. Um, um, and, you know, I was in seventh grade. She was in eighth. Yeah. And uh, we spent a lot of time together. We did a lot of things. Um, You know, I used to ride my bicycle to her house, uh, which was a long way away. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I would ride my bike for, I don't know, I think it, 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 it's hard to imagine now, but I think it took more than a half hour on a bike ride to get to her house, yeah, and I would do it regularly, uh crossing a lot of streets that I was probably not supposed to be crossing <laughs> at that point yeah. heavy duty uh going through all kinds of neighborhoods in Detroit back in uh that would have been what like sixty seven sixty eight when detroit was uh was was an interesting place,
0: yeah, for love though,
1: all for love, <laughs> and it was well worth it.
0: isn't it always no (laughs) (laughs) true yeah true so we got uh, one more question here it's a little reoccurring one it's on everyone ask everybody Uh, you can take as much time you want to answer the question I want you to tell me a story it could be true it could be false It could be something you heard somewhere. You can make it up right now. It could be a memory. It could be literally anything. It could be short. It could be long. Tell me a story.
1: All right. Um, Here's a story about a time in my life that probably best describes me and, you know, and it was uh, during college, and you know, I think probably it, you know is more about me and some of the leadership kinds of things that I always seem to end up involved in. Uh, so to understand me, he, the this story I think kind of uh, would would help that, um, and. Let's see. It begins with the fact that, you know, I was involved in, um, in student government kinds of things at, at Penn state, um, specifically government affairs, uh, uh, on, on the state level. Uh, I was responsible for you know, the, uh, um, voter registration drives for students and, and, uh, and you know we had different kind of forums that we would put together to um talk about political affairs that affected students and quite frankly at that time most of it was you know tr- doing whatever we needed to do to try and get tuition lower and uh and and reform marijuana laws and you know those kind of things back in the uh, 70s um and some other stuff you know social justice of the day uh um but uh I had become there. There was this association that was uh, a cooperative kind of thing between the state-related universities in Pennsylvania: Penn State, Pitt, Temple, and Lincoln universities. And um, I ended up chairman of that. And uh, um, you know, we, we we would do things together, and we would end up having um, press conferences in in Harrisburg and and talk to representatives and such trying to get legislation that we we supported that sort of thing um and at the same time i was uh i was sent to uh to a conference at university of pennsylvania uh for kids like me that's uh again all about political affairs and such and uh but we were talking about it was just a one-time conference uh put together by by kids there at penn and, um, you know it was kind of a congress i think that may have been what it was called Student Congress or something like that, where we um you know debated issues and kind of tried to come to some consensus and that sort of thing and long story short, i ended up we decided to make it an annual thing and uh and you know this is this is kind of typical of me. I ended up chairman of that thing then um for the second year. Uh, to put the second one together. But that did mean I had a lot on my plate, and I wanted to uh, get out of the uh, the state-related thing I was doing because um, uh, I just couldn't do it all. And um, But the politics of that proved to be difficult because specifically the students at Lincoln um, wanted me to be the president. They did not want... Um, Anybody else and specifically the, the the person from Pitt that would have, would have naturally then taken over um, and so they 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 threatened to blow the whole thing up if i didn't stay as as president and um, so I did ended up doing all of it somehow by you know by learning how to uh, a little better than I had at that point in time how to uh, uh, to get other people involved and delegate things and and so it was a real look le- learning experience for me to uh to handle the politics of of organizations and interpersonal relations as they combine and and uh keep everybody happy and at the same time not wipe myself out so again i i'm telling you this story because a it illustrates um the kind of stuff i was involved in early in life that that kind of shaped me um and, and, uh, and it was interesting uh, for me at the time, uh, especially, uh, you know, we we weren't changing the world by any means, you know, it wasn't, I don't mean to suggest that what we were doing wasn't really that important, but, but it was for me um, in my growth. And uh, so, you know, this is an interview about me. So I figured, well, you know, there's a story about me that helped shape me um, because, you know, the business I ended up starting and owning and running, you know, now involves a lot of those same kinds of of personal interactions and, and politics and 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 personality and things that that uh you know, I was kind of honing way back then and paying attention to and I, I can't say at the time I was thinking, wow, I'm going to use this to develop skills that I'm going to use later or something. I may mean, just kind of maybe happen that way, but but um but that but that's life you know you you end up doing things uh and seeing the world in ways uh that are based on on your past and uh for me that that's one incident that uh was probably uh you know pretty important in my life
0: well that about wraps it up um do you have anything you want to plug anywhere uh you want people to go check out You mentioned about your business. You guys got a website or anything like that? Yes,
1: of course. Uh, Yeah, getawaysondisplay.com. We have brochure racks in hotels, attractions, and all sorts of tourism kinds of places. And uh, we also manufacture brochure displays. You can see those at uh, greatdisplaycompany.com. You know, basically... The idea that I, you know, that, that, that I'm working on and living on is is that tourism uh, is a critical industry in our in our state in our country, and and um, people need to uh, recognize it as such, and, uh, support it. Uh, it's,
0: it's a good job. Tourism's cool. Well, thank you very much. Next week on EarSpace, I listen to a lot of Willow Kids. What I listen to, yeah, yeah. if I'm in the whip, like I'm driving around, I'm listening to my shit, like checking those mixes. I well, not even that, dude. Just practicing. So when I get on stage, like I got those lyrics, I want to constantly just have those on the top of my head.